Welcome to Life Simply Better, the podcast for busy working moms who crave a simpler, more relaxed life, but aren't quite sure how to get there. I'm your host and coach, Zoe Galitzis, and I will be teaching you step-by-step how to create that less busy life. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. This episode is airing on November 6th, which is election day in the U.S., so I hope everyone is out voting. Maybe you're driving to the polls while you're listening to this, and I hope you all enjoy exercising your right to vote and have a great day. Today, we are going to talk about simple, healthy food routines. I think food is such a main part of our lives. And it's something that I think for a lot of busy working moms, definitely for myself a few years ago, was something that felt like it was just a source of complication and stress and extra time in my life. And I had this idea that as a mom, I should be able to plan healthy meals for my family and find time to get them prepped and all ready to go. And they should be you know, a variety of foods and interesting and everyone would like them. And on top of work and parenting and sleeping and everything else, it just felt like one more thing. And it just felt like pressure rather than feeling thankful and enjoying all of the food that we have access to in our lives. So I want to share with you today what I ended up doing around food, which was to create a really simple, healthy food routine that I love, that I find delicious, and also to deal with some of the emotional issues I had around food. So I'm going to take you step by step through that today and just share what's worked for me. And, you know, what works for you is going to be different than what works for me, so You can listen to all of this and you can take parts of it, you can change parts of it, but I just want to share this as an example and give you some things to think about um, to create a less stressful, less time-consuming food experience in your life. So the first thing that I think has been key to me really enjoying food and not getting stressed out by it is to just have a really simple food routine. Now, you may have heard the saying, variety is the spice of life. And I know we always hear about healthy eating, that it's important to get a variety. And I think for a long time, I took that to mean like every day you should be eating different things and make sure you're eating like 15 different kinds of vegetables. And um, what I found has really worked for me has been eating a lot of the same foods over and over. It just makes grocery shopping and food prep so much simpler. And I pick foods that are healthy, that I really enjoy, and that across those foods have variety to them. And so I still feel like I'm getting a variety of foods, even though I am eating the same foods over and over again. Now, maybe some of you are listening to this and thinking that sounds pretty boring to just eat the same foods all the time. But... Um, I think that you can not worry about that. And here's why. I think that you want to make your entire life interesting. I don't think food needs to be the most exciting part of your life. I think it can be delicious. And I do think you can pick foods that you really genuinely enjoy eating. 
Um, but I don't think you need to worry about having your food be boring. If that is a concern for you, I would honestly ask yourself, like, what else is important to you? What else might you want to be focusing on or adding into your life so that you're not relying on food to make it um, exciting? And certainly, you know, if you just have a passion for cooking and making a home-cooked meal every night for your family, that is awesome. That is not me. But if that is you, keep doing it. If that's working for you, that's great. So I don't want you to discourage you if um, food is really a passion of yours either. This is just, again, what works for me. So my recommendation when you're creating this routine is to start where you are and just make small tweaks. Whether you realize it or not, you already have a, a pretty routine way of eating, I would guess. I would guess for the breakfast, you're probably grabbing from the same couple of things, same few things each day, same with lunch and dinner. Um, maybe you're always going out for lunch. Maybe you're always taking a similar type of lunch to work. So I think if you take a look at what you're already eating, you'll see that there's already routine there. And so you just want to look at the foods you're already eating and think about, you know, what's there that you really want to keep. And I don't think you have to get too scientific about healthy eating right now. I think you can just look at, you know, how those foods make your body feel. If they make you feel energized and good, or if they maybe are delicious to eat, but an hour later you're crashing and they're not really serving you. So just go by that, go by your intuition and decide what parts of that routine you like and you want to keep and what parts you maybe want to experiment with changing. And then what I suggest is that you just tweak that in small steps. And it's actually usually easier to add additional foods in rather than trying to cut something out in a restrictive way. So you might decide, I'll give you an example here. I used to always eat a frozen dinner for lunch at work. And I still do that. I've kind of changed up the frozen dinners that I eat. But I, that's something that's, you know, just fine for me. It's good enough. I have found some good, you know, really good quality ones that I enjoy eating. But what I added in was just some greens, like some kale or some spinach that I have with the frozen dinner. And so I added a food into my routine that, um, and I just, I really like the way greens make me feel. I find that I have energy longer after a meal that includes uh, green vegetables like that. And so I just added that in just as like a small tweak to at the beginning of the week, I bring a bag of kale or spinach into work with me, stick it in the fridge, and it lasts me all week to have with lunch. Super easy. Doesn't really add any time or thought to my meal planning, but um, makes a difference in how I feel. So you just think of some foods you want to try. It's going to be a little bit of trial and error, and you gradually tweak your routine. And once you get into a real routine, it also makes grocery shopping so much easier because you know exactly what you are going to eat for the week and it makes it really easy to make your list and to shop for that too. So a couple other tips I have here is to, first of all, choose foods that you like. Remember, you're going to be eating these foods a lot. Those are going to be different for different people. I love having oatmeal with chocolate chips and nuts mixed in in the morning. I can eat that every day and never get tired of it. Some people hate oatmeal and they're not going to want to have that for breakfast. So choose foods that you like. 
Um, choose foods that make you feel good too. Like I was saying with the greens for lunch, that's something that I know I, my body just feels better after I eat them. Uh, choose foods that are easy to prep and um, do food planning instead of meal planning. So this is one of my biggest tips. I really recommend that um, for a long time, I tried to do meal planning and I would um, look on Pinterest and you see all these great meal plan ideas. And um, and I would look at the ones that said super easy meal plans and crock pot dinners. And it still just felt like a lot of time. And again, I know some of you are doing this. It works really well for you. I'm not telling you to stop. But for me, I am like, I don't spend a lot of time cooking. Um, maybe I should say I don't spend any time cooking. And even like a simple crock pot meal during the week probably isn't going to happen for us. So what we tend to do instead for both ourselves, our, myself and my husband and our kids, is to just plan more of the foods that we're going to eat, aka our grocery list. And then we just grab from those for the meals. So I'll take my kids' meals as an example. We don't really do like a fixed uh, dinner or planned out dinner for the kids, but we always have fruits and veggies, either fresh veggies or frozen veggies, and then some type of like super quick entree. I'm talking like, you know, microwaving hot dogs or something like that. So it's there's no cooking involved, but you can still make a healthy dinner for your kids. You just grab a fruit grab a veggie, put on the hot dog, pour a glass of milk, and you're good. Um, so it's just really fast and requires very little planning. And that's what's worked well for us. And that's how I do um, the food that I eat too. And so that's one of my big tips is just planning what ingredients you're going to buy instead of trying to plan complete meals. And then you just kind of pick a la carte from those ingredients to make meals. That's also really helpful with our family because my kids do not, it's, I feel like there's this rule sometimes that only two out of the three of them will like any given food. So it's like, two of them like cherry tomatoes, but the third doesn't. And two of them like peas, but the third doesn't. And so the other thing that makes it really easy when you're just kind of grabbing foods from the fridge to assemble into meals, to build into the meals, is that it's easy. You can give two, you can grab a handful of cherry tomatoes for two of the kids and give the other kid the snap peas. And it's really easy to do. And you don't have to feel resentful afterwards that you made this big meal for everyone and and people just picked at it because it wasn't exactly what they wanted. So I think I'll spend a couple minutes now. I debated about whether I would um, share kind of my uh, routine right now in terms of what I eat every day um, because, again, I think it's going to be different for everyone. But I think I will share that just briefly so you can get an idea of what this looks like for me um, and so, yeah, so I start in the morning. I have a, a smoothie every morning that's just made from some, uh, it's called Vega powder. It's like a protein powder, um, chocolate smoothie with almond milk and ice and this chocolate powder in it. That's really good and has protein, which I find, um, when I don't have protein in each of my meals, I, um, just don't stay full very long. So I start the day with that. And then um, when I get to work, I have some oatmeal with chocolate chips and walnuts. And um, that's super easy, just like the instant oatmeal that you add boiling water to. 
And then I usually have an apple for a snack and have lunch. Like I said, I get the frozen dinner. I just stock up um, on those at Target when we go grocery shopping during the week. I like um, Evol, Evo, OL is one of them. I think there's another brand called Food Made Simple, um, Frontera Grill. So there's some different ones that I get. I I like stuff that has kind of more whole foods in it, but I'm not really... um, picky or really strict about that. So I have a frozen dinner on top of kale or spinach. I think that looks really good. I put it in a nice, um, like on a nice plate on a nice dish too, instead of just eating it out of the little plastic container. And it really feels like a real meal when I do that. And then in the afternoon, usually I have some candy for a snack or like a little granola bar or something in the afternoon. And then um, for dinner, I love Mexican food. I could eat Mexican food every day of the week. Um, So I usually have refried beans with uh, shredded cheese and salsa. And then I have fried eggs with that, um, fried in butter with, again, some greens, like some kale or spinach, something like that um, for dinner. And then I usually have some kind of dessert and a bowl of cereal before bed. So that's what I eat in a day. I don't eat exactly the same thing every day. And like if we have lunch at work, I just eat whatever's there for lunch. Um, I don't say, oh, I have to stick to my routine. So it's not like a restriction thing. It's just um, having an easy go-to foundation that I can um, build my eating from. And I just don't have to think about it. And it makes... um, the rest of my life more fun because I have more time and energy to focus on the rest of my life instead of figuring out what I'm going to eat and how I'm going to eat something that's going to give me energy for what I need to do and make me feel good. So that's um, basically what I eat in a day. Uh, So let's see. The other thing I wanted to talk about was how to create food freedom. And this is a topic that I'm sure we could spend hours talking about. And there's a really good book called Intuitive Eating, which I will link to in the show notes. Um, But this is basically talking more about our mental and emotional relationship with food. And we have a culture right now that's very focused around dieting and weight loss. And and even to some extent, healthy eating um, turns into kind of this extension of the diet culture sometimes where it's telling you, here's the good foods, here's the bad foods, etc. And so what's really important to understand about that is that diets don't work because they function out of this binge and restrict cycle where you're basically um, going on the diet and looking at all all this food and thinking, I shouldn't eat that, I shouldn't eat that, I have to be good, and using willpower to restrict yourself from eating the unhealthy foods. Um, But willpower doesn't last forever. It takes a lot of energy to maintain that and to maintain that discipline. And so what we end up doing then is running out of willpower, going off the diet, eating all sorts of stuff that either makes us gain weight or makes us not feel good or both. And then we're back to square one and we just repeat the cycle over and over. And that's how a lot of the diet world functions is just by continually getting us on these diets um, that aren't sustainable. 
And so what I want to talk about as an alternative to that um, is just to stop restricting food and eat um, what makes you feel good. And again, changing gradually in small steps and by using a routine rather than going on some big new diet where you're drastically changing how you're eating. Uh, The other part of this that's really important is just to accept yourself how you are. So if part of this for you, um, part of how you're making choices around eating is around trying to change the shape of your body or trying to lose weight, I want to ask you what would happen if you stop trying to lose weight. I think a lot of people really get uncomfortable thinking about that. They think I would go out of control and I would eat everything in sight. And um, But I want you to think about if you really loved yourself just as you are right now in exactly the body you're in at exactly the weight you're at, you felt really good about yourself. How do you think you would eat if you felt really good about yourself? And I think, again, if you're willing to take it in small steps and build a routine, you actually eat very healthily when you feel good about yourself. That's because a lot of the overeating that people do is A, out of habit, which we handle by changing our routine, and B, to try to cover up negative emotions. So when we feel bad about ourselves, we just reach for the chocolate and the sugar and the donuts, right? That's how a lot of overeating starts is from a place of self-loathing. So the more you can take a step back from what you're eating and just do some work on yourself, your self-image, and really just loving yourself. You know, I always like to think of myself as my own daughter and how much love would I feel for my own daughter? Can I feel that for myself? You know, I would not care what size my daughter was. I would just love her. And if you can create that type of unconditional love for yourself, you'll be in a much better position to eat in a way that honors your body. And I think that the other thing that's a really positive benefit around doing this work with food and emotions is just becoming free of needing food to numb negative emotions. So you can um, feel your emotions instead of just reaching for the candy bowl. And I know I, <laughs> I do this all the time at like 6.30 at night. The kids are needing stuff, it seems like, every 30 seconds. I'm tired, um, but my day isn't over yet. And that is the time when I just am feeling some stress and feeling some fatigue, and I just reach for the sugar as this almost reflexive response. And that might help me in the short term. It might give me a little burst of energy, but long term, it makes me snap at my kids. It makes me kind of crash afterwards. And so, and I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying to, you know, cut out unhealthy foods altogether or do anything like that. I I think it's um, totally fine to be eating some of that stuff in moderation. But I also think there's a benefit to just being able to feel your feelings and process them rather than constantly trying to cover them up because it will come back in other ways when you're just kind of pushing them down with food or with overworking or whatever you're using to kind of buffer that feeling it will come back and eventually you just need to process it. 
So to recap what we talked about in the episode today, first we talked about creating a super simple food routine. We talked about the fact that variety is not the spice of life when it comes to planning your food. I think creating a simple food routine with foods that are healthy, that you really enjoy eating, is one of the best things you can do to free up time in your day and decrease stress and chatter around meal planning and trying to figure out what you're going to eat for your next meal. And then we also talked about creating food freedom. We talked about the relationship between your emotions and food and how you can get to a more loving place and still eat healthily. So I hope this episode has been helpful for all of you. And I also just want to let you know I've been thinking about you and I hope all of you are doing really well and finding some more simplicity and some more breathing room in your lives. If you are a client and you have any questions about any of this, just go to the coaching tab on the client site, type in your questions, submit it, I will get back to you, or sign up for one of our client calls and you can get coached live on anything you want to. And if you're not a client and you're interested in joining, just go to my website, which is lifesimplybetter.com and click on the free coaching section of the menu and you'll be able to sign up right there. I am offering free client coaching for the rest of 2018. It's a great way to try out life coaching if you've been curious, but you haven't taken the leap and tried it yet. And so um, regardless, whatever you decide to do with that, I hope you're all doing well and have a wonderful week.